there's a lot of self-doubt. Why am I not doing this? And then you're like, oh, because just because I'm afraid of it. There's also this norm of, well, why are you doing something different? I don't want you to be. I don't want to be normal or average. Fear of rejection, fear of anything is normal. It's what you do with it. By choosing to do something different, you are setting yourself apart. We have to choose to let go of those things so that we can pursue our biggest dreams. I work as if it's to the glory of God, not the glory of a dollar. Fundamentally, being different, doing something different isn't bad because God has given us purpose and that's what matters. I'm your host, Amanda Boardwine, and welcome to the journey to Abandoning Average. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Abandoning Average podcast. Today is a really big day. I don't know if you guys are aware, but Disney Plus is launching today, and if I don't know how many of you have made time to be able to watch whatever's on there, all the new um, content that they're releasing and everything, or maybe you're not. But either way, I thought this was a really fitting time to be able to incorporate a little bit of Disney into this podcast, because if you know me at all, you know I am completely obsessed with all things Disney, from the movies to the parks, to the point where I actually became a travel planner about six months ago to be able to help people experience a really awesome Disney vacation. But then also, if they want to travel anywhere else in the world, I love helping people do that. And that is a massive passion of mine. And so with that said, as I've been focusing a lot more on helping people experience a really great Disney trip, I've had my eyes on this company a lot lately. (laughs) Not only have I been consuming all the things about the parks and videos and books and really becoming an expert in that area, but also I have been keeping my eye on what Disney has been putting out aside from the parks. And if you guys have not been aware, they've been planning this for quite a while to be able to release what they call Disney Plus. It's almost like their own version of Netflix or Hulu, um, another streaming service. And here's the thing is I wanted to break this down for you guys because again, you guys might not be massive Disney fans or anything like that. And I'm not asking you to be at all. I think that there are some really great lessons that we can learn from the reason that they are choosing to share this with everybody to the way that they are choosing to share it with their customers. And I think that this is a great way to be able to learn. And if you have come in contact with, and I'm sure you have, the Disney brand at all, you know that very often they are known for being the people who will go out of the way, their way to be kind to their customers, to people. Um, a lot of times they will even explain their own brand as being known as people who are just good citizens to the world and to other people and just kind human beings. And so that's a massive part of their brand. And I think we can take a lot of knowledge and a lot of lessons from them in that, especially right now as they're releasing this streaming platform. So I wanted to go into this a little bit and really unpack it for you and jump into these lessons because they are so good, especially if you are in business and dealing with customers frequently and maybe even directly. This is just huge. So I wanted to jump into basically the whole 
purpose of Disney Plus as it is releasing today. And really what people behind Disney, specifically the CEO, Bob Iger, had been seeing was that there were changes in the industry that were happening and they really had to start and and change their own specific business model to be able to reflect those changes that were happening in the industry. And a lot of times that takes massive, massive, massive risk. And I don't know about you, but it can be really scary when something that you've done for so long and it's worked for so long in the past and you have to change that and kind of turn on a dime and, and fix it and change it into something that's completely new. And you don't really know what the return on that is. There's a lot of questions and unknowns with that. It can be really, really scary and seem like a really massive risk. And this is exactly where Disney has found themselves in recent years is that they've had to kind of pivot really quickly and and change a lot of things with their business model and take some really big risks. And I want to recommend this to you because I'm going to reference it a few times. Um, but the CEO, I previously mentioned him, Bob Iger, um, he'll be stepping down in the next couple of years, but he has been the CEO for many, many years at the Walt Disney Company, he recently wrote a book called The Right of a Lifetime, and it shares his personal story and lessons that he's learned about leadership through multiple, multiple years, starting from being basically a janitor and then like not in any kind of management level in ABC and then moving up from there. And so he shares a lot of these leadership lessons. And one of the lessons that he shared toward the end of the book is what he calls innovate or die. And he breaks that down in talking specifically about this Disney Plus that is releasing today. And he goes through that whole dilemma that businesses and companies have of needing to innovate and needing to create some changes with the reflection of what's going on around them, specifically in knowing your customer, in knowing the people who are around you and purchasing your services or your products and your merchandise and all of those things, that's where you really need to take a look at what's going on around you in order to be able to change up your business model if need be. So I want to show you specifically what he saw and the reason why they decided to approach this streaming service and really build it on their own to be able to serve their customers better because previously almost everything that Disney had done had had some form of third party involved. So if they released a new movie there would be a theater involved that would have to distribute that new film. If they um, had a licensing agreement with Netflix, Netflix was the third party involved. And so it put some space between them as the company and their customer. And this is where I think it's going to be really valuable for you is that they realized that there was a gap there. And they saw a way to be able to close that gap a little bit more and really get into what their customers truly cared about to be able to really see firsthand what was going on and the way that they interacted with their content, with Walt Disney Company's content, and just to be able to study that and learn from that so that they could give better value to their customers rather than going through another third party. And so maybe that's not something that you have to do is going through a third party, but 
But I think this does relate to a lot of small business owners today where a lot of times we're told to either hurry up and create a lot of distance for yourself so that you're not bogged down by all the people and to also outsource things really, really quickly. But then what comes with that is that you don't have that firsthand relationship with your customer. You don't understand them as well as maybe that in Disney's case, the third party, but maybe in your case, it's a virtual assistant or it's, you know, different things like that to where it's not that personal relationship. And I want to be very clear. This is not saying that you should never have a virtual assistant or maybe you are a virtual assistant and that is incredible. Any kind of person that can help support your business is great, but not at the expense of understanding your customer. And that comes at the core of business is if you're there to solve their problem, you need to understand their problem. And so coming through all of that, this is where Disney was able to come to this point of saying, okay, we need to understand our customer better. We're seeing a lot of changes in the industry. It's time now to make this move or else it's never going to happen and we're going to end up falling way behind because we've lost our customer's interest because we couldn't hold it with them. That's the first key thing that I want to share with you guys, especially at this point when they're releasing their streaming service, to be able to understand where they're coming from and how this is a major move for them in their business and how it can be a really great lesson for each of us to be able to learn about our own businesses and what's really key to be able to keep in mind and at the forefront is that we are here to help other people. The second thing that I wanted to share with you is more of a kind of leadership lesson that I learned from Bob Iger's book, and I just thought it was so good. There were so many cases where he shared about this particular concept, and it was so inspiring to me to be able to remember that we we need to have our core values in place all the time and to understand who we are and the place that we're coming from to be able to serve other people. I wanted to share two specific quotes with you that I just found were so good for this specific uh, lesson for you. So the first one is, um, he says, true integrity, a sense of knowing who you are and being guided by your own clear sense of right and wrong is a kind of secret leadership weapon. If you trust your own instincts and treat people with respect, the company will come to represent the values you live by. I have found that to be so true over and over and over again. However many times we step away from what we know to be true, the business around us reflects that. And if you're stepping away from what you know to be true, then it's going to reflect something that you don't want it to be. And so stay true to what you know is right and then that company around you is going to reflect that. And you'll be able to have a lot of clarity in your leadership, in serving your customers, in just doing daily business. You'll have a lot of clarity in that because you are starting from a place of knowing what's true to you and what's what's right for you. He shares too about wanting other people to believe that he was indispensable as the CEO of this company and finding out that really that's not the best way to operate. And us as leaders, even if you're you know, just leading your customers and, and sharing value with them as a customer, 
This still relates to you, but if you have a small team, a large team of people who are working for you, we need to understand that like there's a point where we don't have to treat it like we're indispensable, where we can really share information with them and share opportunities with our people to be able to give them a step into our own shoes and almost working ourselves out of a job. Because then once people understand what you do and once people understand your why even closer, they'll never fully grasp your reason for doing something as much as you do. No one will ever do that. But for them to be able to see where you're coming from and your reasoning and why you do the things that you do and giving them that that look into your life and the work that you do and handing things off to them for them to be able to do gives them a sense of ownership to where you'll have a much more committed group of people and uh, honestly a, a shared responsibility with people to where they're able to rise to the occasion where you're not pulling all of the work anymore. And if we put ourselves in a place of being indispensable, honestly, people will start to fall away and you will be given all the work. <laughs> you will be given all the things to do. And so the best place to start is to be in a place of sharing the work with other people, sharing the vision with other people, creating that sense of community and camaraderie among your people that you're all able to work together and understand where everybody's coming from. One of the other things that I wanted to share with you from this book from Bob Iger was he was talking a little bit about um, in the section about innovating or dying and sharing how we need to be able to be open with people when we're in a big transition. We need to be able to share with people when we're doing something that's a little bit risky and giving them the opportunity to talk. And I have shared a lot on this podcast about a lot of common things that happen in the business world and in the industry where it's not necessarily the best way to be able to treat people and it's a little bit more self-focused. And I think that this is such a good example because there are so many times where people say, well, I don't have enough time to devote to you and I don't have enough energy to devote to you. And it's very self-focused to the point where I'm just going to spend all the time that I need on myself because I don't want to be around those people. And what I found from him, what I discovered from him and learned from Bob Iger was even as he's the CEO of one of the largest media companies in the world, he still created time for his people. He made them feel valued. He carved out space for anyone to be able to talk to him, to be able to ask questions. He scheduled meetings to be able to walk them through his vision. He made time for people over and over again. And he counted it a loss when people thought that he wasn't there for them, when he didn't have time for them. He never wanted to create that atmosphere with them. And he's had a lot of success over the years. He's had a lot of places that he's taken the company and then personally himself. And out of anyone, he would have more right than anyone to be able to say, no, I don't have time. And yet he made the time for people to be able to understand where their company was going, where their jobs were going, what was happening next, what was the work ahead of them. And again, that's one thing that I see so often is that 
people say, I don't have time for you unless you do this for me, or I don't have time for you because I'm over here doing this and only this, and it's self-focused and self-preserving a lot of times. And we don't open our doors for people even if there's no payback, even if there's no return on investment. And I find so many business owners saying over and over again that they need to have this awareness that they don't have time, that they're always busy, that they're always unavailable. And you like they pass that on to other people. You need to do that too. You need to do that too. And you really don't. (laughs) You really don't. And as always, I will always bring it back to scripture. And Jesus did not do that. He sat down with people who Today, we would say, I don't have time for you. Today, we would say, you're not worth my time. And he sat down with those people and he talked to them because he understood his end goal. He understood his vision was to save the world. And I'm not saying that your mission is to go out there and save the world, but Christ has already done that. But we do have a mission to be able to share the gospel with other people. And we also do have specific things that God has given each of us, specific unique things that God has given each of us that we can share with other people and that we are tasked with daily to do. And those pieces involve people. And so we need to be able to create that space with other people to give and to share and to love on them and not treat them as an end goal. And I think carrying off of that and going into kind of what we were talking about at the beginning of this episode is the Walt Disney Company has made itself known to be people who, to be a brand that serves people with kindness. And that's part of the thing that we love so much. And I can tell you specifically for me, I love visiting the parks because of the attention to detail. I love the fact that they put so much into being detailed about how they serve people, being detailed about stepping out of the norm and doing something a little bit abnormal to make you really notice that they care for you. And then also the little fun things that they throw in. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to the parks before, but a lot of times they'll throw in like what they call hidden Mickeys. And it's like a little silhouette of Mickey Mouse. Um, And you can find them all over the park. And it's those little details that just add that special something to what you're experiencing. And I think that that's something that we can bring to our businesses is adding that, going that extra step, adding that little piece that makes it super special for people. And a lot of times people don't really want to take that extra step because it's a little bit extra work. And yet we can do that. We have the capability to be able to step out and do just one little extra thing that makes a difference for somebody. And that's such a huge reason as to why so many people love the Disney company. And if we can incorporate a little bit of that into our businesses, into our leadership style, into our normal daily life, it will change so much. Some of you might say, well, Amanda, I know that Disney has made this mistake over here, or I know this failed over here, or I know 
I don't agree with the way that they did this. And not every single one of us is going to agree with every single thing that Disney does. I don't agree with every single thing Disney does. But I think the core things of what they do and why they do them are fantastic and such a way to be able to learn about business and to be able to learn about leadership and that any any time I can take a chance to learn a lesson I will take it so with that let's jump into the last lesson that I have for you guys and then we'll go ahead and wrap up this episode but the very last one has to do with remaining steadfast in who you are Before your business began, before you became successful in any way that that means to you, before you grew in your business, before your life changed, whatever that means to you, staying steadfast to who you are. And there's one last quote that I want to share with you from Bob Iger in his book. Um, And especially as all of this is happening with Disney Plus and there's just so much more coming out and not that this is the grandest thing that Disney has ever done, but I think it's an opportune moment to be able to share some of these lessons with you and it really shows the reasons behind why they're doing things so I want to show you this quote he says at the very end of his book hold on to your awareness of yourself even as the world tells you how important and powerful you are the moment you start to believe it all too much the moment you look at yourself in the mirror and see a title emblazoned on your forehead you've lost your way. How many times <laughs> has this happened? I I have seen this so much in my own life where I want something so bad or I I have just become something and I get so excited about it that that's I'm just consumed with it. That's all I want. That's all I'll talk about. And what a big mistake and I will be the first one to admit it. (laughs) It's such a massive mistake. And I love hearing that from someone who truly has, has been one of the best CEOs that Disney has ever seen. And also one of the biggest leaders in the world right now, especially in media. And to be able to see that from somebody who is leading from the front (laughs) and giving you an example don't lose sight of who you are and what you believe in for the sake of a title, for the sake of your work, for the sake of your reputation. None of those matter in light of what you believe in and why you're doing what you're doing. Thank you guys so much for listening in on this episode. I would love to be able to hear your thoughts on it. If you would go ahead and pause and really quick, just a minute or two, leave a review on the podcast and subscribe. I would thank you so much for that. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week and maybe even a little bit of Disney Plus too, if you got in on that. I know that I will be watching a little bit of that. And I will see you all next week with another episode. Thank you guys so much again.